Mum As You Are is a place for self-compassionate reflection to use what you have within you right now as you are perfectly imperfect to find your way through motherhood. I'm Dr Erin Bauer, clinical and perinatal psychologist, author of More Than a Healthy Baby, course creator and mum of two. This is my second podcast, welcome if you've followed me over from my birth trauma work. This current podcast offering is bite-sized, unfancy and unplanned. A roadmap for finding your way back to self-compassion and how to replace numbing and escapism with true, meaningful fun. I talk about motherhood as an identity and an institution, perinatal mental health and patriarchy, parental burnout and numbing. The core message is to practice the question, I wonder. Instead of judging ourselves and engaging in comparisonitis, we simply ask ourselves, I wonder. I wonder. So how do you actually start a social media detox? With lots of preparation. And I'm going to give you five-ish kind of steps that you can take in order to actually get yourself ready to do this. These are things that when I quit two years ago, I did to some extent, but this is a much more succinct, measurable way of doing that. So if you're going to set a goal, you want to get clear on what your goal is and you want to actually be able to have data to measure, okay? It's not going to be anything too time-consuming or complicated. This is just information. So the first thing you're going to do is look up or follow the link in the show notes for the depression, anxiety, and stress scale. It is a self-report measure. It is not a clinical diagnosis, so don't use it as a replacement for actually seeing a mental health professional and making all sorts of assumptions about your mental health. But it's going to give you a check-in. And the reason I think it's good to start with this is because a lot of us have this idea that social media causes a stress, right? But it's not something quantifiable. Having an actual number, like for me, sitting down and going, oh, I'm actually in the extremely severe range, for example, for stress, you can take a lot more from that. And then you can track your progress and see if your mental health changes. Just something to check in with. So go and do that and see where your numbers are. So this is your baseline for where you're starting. We know that even one week of social media helps people's anxiety. We have the research for that now. So it is absolutely worth doing to not just sort of have like a felt sense of, yeah, I'm stressed, but actually put a number on it. See where you are. The next thing I want you to do is think about a pro and con list. Now, if possible, I'd like you to handwrite it. The memory activation network is far more powerful if you write by hand than it is if you type or try and jot something down on your phone with your thumb. We just know it. We know that from the trauma research. It's very, very powerful to hand write. You're also going to need to dig (laughs) deep. Okay, so most people can come up with, you know, when it's behavior that you want to change, most people can come up with all the cons for why they shouldn't do something. All that frontal lobe front part of your brain that's logical and rational and here's all the things that people have been saying and pays attention to a bit of the research that's good but I also want you to look into your subconscious a little bit remembering that social media for a start was always designed to get you addicted this is overall a community 
problem, it's not an individual problem if you are struggling to stop using it so much. It was always designed that way. But what we actually want to find out is what is your particular hook, okay? So just as you would for any other addiction or behavior that you want to change, what is the particular hook? What's the sneaky, ego-driven, embarrassing, guilty, maybe even shameful reason why you like using it and why it makes you feel good? So a basic one, that might be true for a lot of people is after a day of wiping butts and cleaning up bodily fluids and children and saying that they hate your food, it feels nice, right? To numb out. It feels nice to not be nagged. Maybe similar to that, but going a little bit deeper, it might be you like it when a stranger on the internet says that your house is nice or your hair is nice or your kid's cute or something like that. It's that sense of feeling accepted and validated that you enjoy. So I want you to get up close with this one visually. That means putting it on big, doesn't have to be that big, but index cards or A4 sheets of paper or post-it notes or writing it on the mirror and actually put your reasons on the floor or put them up on a wall if you're using post-it notes or something like that and actually stand back and look at it or walk around it and actually say some of these things out loud to yourself. It might feel a bit gross, <laughs> it might feel a bit embarrassing, but it is a much more powerful way of, again, activating those memory networks, activating all the kind of not really sitting on the top of the surface reasons why you do something. We're going deeper than this. So the goal isn't necessarily to get your con list bigger than your pro list. and one of the best examples I can give you for that is a story I've told many times, but I had this client who, I mean, this was a long time ago, uh, he was a heroin addict for something like 25 to 30 years, and his con list was huge. Like, here's all the reasons not to take heroin, but that one thing in the pro <laughs> column, which was it just feels so good, right? So we want to get to your, what is maintaining this? even though every other bit of evidence tells you not to. It's not just about having a big list of things why you shouldn't use it. You've got to really lean into the hook. And so from there, your third step would be to check in with your values. So considering a decision, considering like making a change, I think it's important to actually sit down again, maybe with a piece of paper and write down what do you value in life? What do you actually value in this one short life? It might just be one word. It might be a few. It might be a sentence. See what you come up with and think now. How is your social media use consistent with this? Is it consistent with this or is it not? Just think about it. So it might be in my journal when I did my eight-week social media detox, which ended up lasting two years, I wrote that I value stillness, true joy slash fun, kindness, and freedom. And I noticed that these needs were mostly not being met by social media. I was meeting needs for distraction from unpleasant feelings of boredom and frustration and anxiety and low self-worth. Um, I had needs for feeling useful and for feeling you know, particularly I think in my early motherhood where I was missing my work life, right? I was missing that thing where as a psychologist, you go to work and generally speaking, there is a decent <laughs> rate of 
people making changes themselves and you feeling useful and you feeling helpful and sometimes you feeling appreciated and I didn't really get too much of that in my day-to-day mum life so again it's it's not to um, make too much of it it's not to be judgmental about yourself but just like I said sit down with your values and see what is consistent what's not consistent The next bit is to test it. Test some things out. This is going to be particularly important if you are running a business and you're using social media for part of that business. So I want you to actually calculate how much time are you spending in, on or for social media. So have a think about that. In it, (laughs) on it and for it in whatever way that those words kind of resonate for you so are you actively posting things are you like mostly lurking are you clicking like what are you actually doing when you're there and if you really wanted to get keen you could track the minutes on your phone or potentially just set a timer because I think a lot of us in that entrepreneur space were set up to fail with this pretty early on I remember years ago Gary V used to talk about Um, one of the ways that he expanded his business was something like spending, I can't even remember how many hours it was. I want to say it was something like six hours just liking and commenting on people's posts. And so that was sort of like in my mind, how many years ago was that? I don't remember. But like the beginning of like this expectation that your business, you need to be spending a lot of time on social media. So you might, again, do a diagram, if you're visual, of thinking about the, the consuming The scrolling, the creating, so actually making content. Maybe the curating, how much time are you spending with other people's content and your content. So it's not just about how much time you're actually on the platform, but how much time are you all up in those microseconds even thinking about a quick check. Would you want to put a number on that? I bet a lot of you don't. But again, how does this fit with how you want to spend your life or not? Is it is all the time that you potentially spend just thinking, I should check, I should check, I should check, I should check my comments, I should do this. Is that consistent with your values? Don't judge yourself for it, just check in with it. So this comes to the next kind of bit for this with business. For all the people who've said, oh, but I need social media for my business. Yeah, I was one of those people too. Have an everything list. Write down absolutely every microscopic task that goes into your business just on the social media. The finding of the photos, the asking permission to share photos, adjusting photos, making graphics, writing copy, da 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 da. Researching, like oh, pre-reacting to things. Um, I say that in the sense of when something big comes up, the time that you spend thinking, how am I going to react to this? Am I going to repost something? Am I going to make a brand new post? Am I going to unschedule a post? All those sorts of things. Think about how much brain space it's taking up and actually look at what's called Pareto's principle. Does 80% of your effort on social media actually equate to at least 20% of your desired outcome? So if your desired outcome is finances, right, then how many people actually buy from you after visiting your Instagram page, for example? Do some research on how to track your conversion rates if you're not sure. Research whether you actually need a daily social media appearance. Thinking about the algorithms and how that sort of stuff works. 
could you convert just as well with a weekly email? A lot of people say they couldn't do that, but they've never actually tried it. So if you know you actually have the data that yes, me being on social media every day makes me X amount of money, which meets X goal, then that's fine. But I'm speaking more to the people who just keep showing up and making more and more and more content for a platform that they don't even own without testing it. That's what I want you to do. I want you to actually test. Does the time and effort I put into this actually convert to sales or interactions or opportunities or whatever it is that you're hoping to do? And so with this, that's a nice way to round up with number five, which is set a measurable goal. What was your actual goal about being here? Why? What's your goal for being on social media? And it might be you've figured out your goal is I just want to numb out a few times a day. <laughs> okay. So now that you've got those insights about your mental health, you've got insights about your values, you've maybe thought about your business, just think about what is it that you actually want? What are the outcomes that you hope to see from detoxing or taking a break or quitting, whatever it is you're going to do? Is it to observe your mental health and your stress and then you set up a time to check in with your mental health again? Do you want to test what impact it has on your business? Start with something that's really specific and think, actually set a goal for what you're doing on social media so that when you find yourself drifting and spending more time there than you'd like, you've actually got that information. Oh, is this consistent with my goal? Is it consistent with my values? That's really what it's going to come back to. What do you actually value in life? I hope that was helpful.